this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. Frontier Network outages gets worse in New York. If you had a Pixel or Pixel XL, you may be getting up to $500. Verizon sells Tumblr to WordPress. FCC is investing more, more in rural broadband. Plus, some DSLR cameras may have ransomware. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week. And it's uh, Saturday, August 17th, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and this is episode 34 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com. Be it Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. You have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, be it on social media or email, all the contact information for the, the, uh, for the show, uh, podcast, excuse me, can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with the tech news stories from this week and from geeknewscentral.com. And leading off in the news is from geeknewscentral.com. Facebook announced some changes that are designed to help, that are designed to help to design, excuse me, to keep people safe within Facebook groups. In part, Facebook will hold group admins accountable for what is posted in their group. Facebook says one way they keep people safe is proactively identifying and removing posts and in groups that break their rules. Facebook has been using AI and machine learning to quote proactively detect bad content before anyone on before anyone reports it, and sometimes before people even see it, it also uses human moderators. By default, a group that was formerly secret will now be private and hidden. A group that was formerly, quote, closed will now be, quote, private and visible. Groups that are public, groups that are, excuse me, quote, public or remain public and visible. Earlier this year, Google had agreed to agreed to settle a class action lawsuit that claims the company knowingly sold first-generation Pixel phones with defective microphones. Now the final approval has gone through, meaning if you have bought an original Pixel or Pixel XL before January 17th, you are, you probably might be el- eligible for some money, and I have a link from the show notes uh, from TheVerge.com in the show notes on how to file a claim. Frontier communication customers are reporting more outages and local repair times, and state officials have decided to investigate. New York Public Service Commission, or the PSC staff, uh, staff has reported that, quote, several Frontier communication subsidiaries have have significantly has significant have significant service quality problems including escalating complaint rates leg- legacy repair durations and localized network reliabilities where PS- the PSC has announced this on Thursday PSC staff is seeking more detailed information from Frontier on customer trouble reports and the announcement also says quote we'll work with Frontier to develop and implement a plan to, to improve localized network reliability conditions the staff has the staff has become increasingly concerned with the service quality frontier especially in its citizen citizens frontier Rochester Frontier New York and Osama Valley subsidiaries. The PSC rate has significantly increased in the last several years for these frontier companies. In addition, staff has in addition, staff has responded to a significant number of 
of network reliability complaints and inquiries from local and state government representatives, including emergency response entities. These complaints include long-range durations and repeated and repeated out-of-service conditions, as well as internet access and speed issues. The report listed service the report listed service quality statistics for 61 phone companies, of which eight are Frontier subsidiaries. Frontier is selling Tumblr to Automatic, the company behind the blogging tool. WordPress is not disclosing the size of the deal, but Automatic is taking on 200 employees as part of the exchange. Automatic Chief Matt Mullenweg told the Wall Street Journal that this is his company's largest acquisition of both in terms of cost and sheer staff count. Weight Watchers, now WW, launched a free weight loss app for adolescents. It's called Kubu Kerbu by WW. The app, available on iOS and Android, allows teens to track what they eat and uses the Stanford University developed, quote, traffic light system to rank foods as green or, quote, go foods, yellow, moderation advised, and red, quote, stop and think. Users enter data like height, weight, and age, and they can track their physical activity too. WW acquired Kerbo in 2018 and is, and has since added updates like breathing exercises and a Snapchat-inspired interface. It also inclu- it also added weekly video. It also added vid- weekly video coaching, which teens can purchase through the app starting at $69 per month. The coaches are trained to spot to spot signs of disordered eating or unhealthy weight loss. And WW says research research supports the quote traffic light system as a healthy way to encourage weight loss. Research have discovered that some DSLR and mirrorless cameras are actually vulnerable to ransomware attacks of all things. Once in range of your camera's Wi-Fi, a bad actor could easily install malware that would encrypt your valuable photos unless you paid for a key. Checkpoint software noted that noticed that the Picture Transfer Protocol, or PTP, which is unauthenticated in both wired and wireless modes, is particularly vulnerable to malware attacks. Ironically, they were able to uncover flaws in the Canon EOS ADD by using firmware originally cracked by Magic Lantern, which applies its own sort which supplies its own open source app with extra features to Canon EOS owners. In a video, the in a video, the researchers researcher excuse me showed how they set up a rogue Wi-Fi access point. Once the cat once the attackers attackers were range were range of the camera, they ran an exploit to access the, com, the camera's SD card and encrypt any photos. The surprise owner would then see a message that his pictures are no longer available unless he's willing to pay a ransom. Checkpoint notes that cameras are a great attack target because they, they contain valuable personal photos that folks will be willing to pay for. It disclosed the vulnerability to Canon in March, and last week, Canon issued an advisory telling people to avoid unsecure Wi-Fi, turn off network functions, and install a new security patch. The issue affects most of Canon's uh, most of Canon's camera lineup, from the EOS 70D to the mirrorless EOS R. It may not be limited to Canon either, as Checkpoint told TheVerge.com that other manufacturers which use the same PTP protocol could also be vulnerable. AT&T and T-Mobile have started out rolling out cross-network call authentication services for their subscribers. That means the companies will now be able to notify their customers if the call they're getting from the other carrier truly is from numbers shown on screen or if it's spoofed robocall. Spam calls are a growing problem in the U.S. today with U.S. with customer uh, spam calls. 
are a growing problem in the U.S. today, with customers in the country getting inundated with third with 48 billion robocalls last year. Call verification won't eradicate the issue, but it will give subscribers a choice not to answer potentially illegal calls, which could be scams or attempts to steal their identity. The call verification procedure is based on the Shaken Stir Protocol. It's a framework that the FCC has been championing for a while now. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai demanded the authentication systems option last year, telling carriers they have to get it up and running by this year. Both AT&T and T-Mobile previously teamed with Comcast to implement the call verification technology. Uh, and in 18, uh, uh, now it's their turn to join forces and fight spam. And uh, an AT&T spokesperson also told Engage.com that the carrier is testing a way for the Shake and Stir product, uh, Shake and Stir protocol to work for everyone at no extra cost. In Apple News this week and leading off, if you have a 2015 model of the 15-inch MacBook Pro, you may want to take Apple on its free battery replacement offer before bringing it with you on a flight. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration has banned the model, particularly those sold between uh, September 2015 and February 2017. Excuse me. These were from flights after Apple. These were from at flights after Apple issued a recall in June. Apple said those laptops batter, those laptop batteries may overheat and pose a safety risk. The agency told Bloomberg in a statement, "Quote that it's aware of the recalled batteries that are used in some Apple MacBook laptops. It has already alerted major airlines about it, telling them to adhere to the agency's 2016 safety instructions for devices with recalled batteries." As such, you cannot take an effective laptop in your carry-on, and you cannot check it in as check it in as cargo either. You can, however, take it on a flight once its battery has been replaced. One analyst is predicting that Apple will release all three iPhones next month. Dan Ives of security company Wedbush expects the iPhone models, which may use a quote pro naming pro naming convention it will drop in the second week of september according to nine to five mac cnet predicts that apple will reveal its new phones on september 10th and release them on september 20th but i expect an earlier even even earlier release last year apple unveiled its phones on september 12th before releasing the iphone xs and xs max on september 21st the cheaper iphone xr arrived on october 26th and apple didn't uh, and Apple didn't immediately respond to a comment, respond to a request for comment to CNET.com. In government in tech news, the FCC has approved another $120 million in funding to bring broadband access to rural home and rural homes and businesses. It's the fourth round of support following last year's Connect America Phase 2 reverse auction. The funding, which will be doled out over the next 10 years, will help expand uh, will help expand high-speed internet access to 36,579 homes and businesses across 16 states. Funding applications the FCC approved in this round include $4.1 million to provide gigabit connectivity to 849 homes and businesses on the Wind River, Wind River Reservation in Wyoming, and $32.3 million to supply gigabit service to 7,015 homes and businesses in rural Pennsylvania. Other states in which projects have received support include Arkansas, Indiana, Maryland, Minnesota, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Texas. 
Your phone's GPS app can alert you when you approach a speed trap or accident, but will remain silent if you come if you come upon a dangerous railroad crossing. Politico reported that Google, Apple, and Microsoft have yet to add information on U.S. railroad crossings to their navigation apps almost three years after requests from the National Transportation Safety Board, or NTSB. The agency asked several companies, several tech companies, to update to update their map apps after a 2015 incident in which a truck driver following Google Maps turned on the railroad tracks and caused a fatal collision. So far, only Garmin and TomTom, which both make GPS devices, have complied with the NTSB's demands. Both Google and Apple, both Google and Apple agreed to update the navigation apps with railroad information but have not given a reason for a delay. The search giant, the search giant initially partnered, uh, excuse me, the Google initially partnered with the federal with the Federal Railroad Administration back in 2015 to integrate its railroad data with the Google Maps, but did not commit to a life, did not commit to a timeline. A Google spokes a Google spokesperson told Politico that the company remains quote aware of the aware of the recommendation and will continue to work on new safety features. The the proposed merger of Sprint and T-Mobile is inching even closer to being complete after the Department of Justice gave its gave its conditional endorsement last month. Now, uh, FCC Chairman Ajit Pai is formally recommending the agency's commissioners approve the deal. Pai said that after the FCC reviewed the details of the merger, he says, "quote the." He says, quote, the evidence can conclusively demonstrate that this transaction will help will bring fast 5G wireless service to many more Americans and help close the digital divide in rural areas. He also adds under the condition laid out it laid out in the draft order, quote, the merger will the merger will the merger will promote robust competition in mobile broadband, put critical mid-band spectrum to use, and bring new competition to the fixed broadband market. The House Homeland Security Committee on Wednesday subpoenaed the owner of 8chan, the internet messaging board linked to three mass shootings this year, to testify before Congress. Uh, uh, House Homeland Security Committee Chairman Benny Thompson, De- Benny Thompson, excuse me, who's a Democrat out of Mississippi, and Ranking Member Republican out of Alabama Mike Rogers issued a subpoena of Jim Watkins in order to support its ongoing probe into extremist content online. Uh, the leaders of the committee, uh, the leaders of the committee, which has partial jurisdiction of the issue of domestic terrorist terrorism, said in a statement, quote, the today, the Committee on Homeland Security issued a subpoena to Jim Watkins, the owner of the website HM. At, uh, the also says in the statement. In the statement, excuse me, quote, at least three acts of deadly white supremacist extremist violence. Uh, excuse me, let me go start over. <laughs> I apologize. Um, quote, at least three acts of deadly white supremacist extremist violence have been linked to a channel last six months. We have questions on what is being done to counter this trend so you can be sure it is being properly addressed. Receiving testimony from Mr. Watkins is critical to our oversight on this matter. The subpoena demands that Watkins appear before the committee on September 5th, but Watkins live but Watkins lives in the Philippines, which could complement the subpoena, which could which would complement complicate the subpoena process. Watkins has owned 8chan since 2015, told lawmakers in an email last week that he was planning to visit the U- he's planning to visit the U- planning to visit the US 
in an online in a video post online this week, he said he's in he is set he said he is in Reno, Nevada, and plans to speak to the committee. He says, "quote It's a shame I'm being blamed for this." Watkins didn't, didn't did not immediately respond to the Hills request for comment uh, through HN's official Twitter account. In Google News this week, in a newly published petition, newly published petition. Google employees are demanding the search giant the search giant not only bid on a recent cloud computing contract from the US Customs and Border Agency Border Protection Agency or CPB citing recent events such as the death of seven immigrant children while in US custody and the Trump's administration quote zero tolerance immigration policy the petition argues Google should not work with CPB nor the office of registration nor the Office of Reg- Refugee Retirement, or or ORR, and Immigra- Immigration and Custom Enforcement, or known as ICE. The petition states, quote, we demand that Google publicly commit not, not to support CPB, ICE, or OR with any or ORR, excuse me, with that, with any infrastructure, funding, or engineering resources directly or indirectly until they stop the human rights abuses. History is clear. The time to say no is now. We refuse to be complicit. A group of YouTube creators is suing YouTube for allegedly discriminating against their LGBTQ-focused videos by suppressing recommendations and making it difficult to earn ad revenue. The lawsuit alleges that YouTube quote, uses, quote, unlawful content regulation, distribution, and monetization practices that stigmatize, restrict, block, demonetize, and financially harm the LGBT plaintiffs and the greater LGBT community. The lawsuit also alleges that both YouTube's machine learning moderation tools and human reviewers unfairly target channels that have the words such as, quote, gay, quote, bisexual, or, quote, transgender in the title. A YouTube, YouTube spokesperson told The Verge um, with the pol- about the company's policy, saying, quote, YouTube is engaged in, discrim- is engaged in discriminatory, anti-competitive, and unlawful conduct that harms a protected class of persons under California law. It alleges that YouTube's actions have violated, the lawsuit says, let me start over, I apologize, I went, uh, Back a little bit, I apologize. The lawsuit also says, quote, YouTube is engaged in discriminatory, anti-competitive, and unlawful conduct that harms a protected class of persons under California law. It alleges that YouTube's actions have violated federal and California laws around speech discrimination and false advertising. A YouTube, sp- a YouTube spokesperson told The a, told a Verge about the company's policies quote, have no notion of sexual orientation or gender identity, and our systems do not restrict or demonetize videos based on those factors or the inclusion of of terms like, quote, gay or, quote, transgender. Over on AndroidCentral.com, I will link up in the show notes on the five things parents need to know about buying their kid a Chromebook, and it gives you um, about the up. Updates are a breeze. They're incredibly secure. Um, Chromebooks, Chromebooks can run, can run Android apps. So I have everything, all the, including the last few, in the show notes over on um, uh, in the show notes uh, from uh, AndroidCentral.com. 
In video gaming news this week, Sega's miniature Genesis console, the Genesis Mini, will come out on September 19th, but it's available for pre-order now at Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, and Walmart. Pre-orders have actually been open for a few months, but there's more incentive to put your money down. This past Wednesday is the 30th anniversary 30th anniversary of the console's original launch, original launch in the U.S. Rumors may have pointed to Microsoft working on a cloud-centric Xbox, a cloud-centric Xbox, Xbox console, but head of Xbox Phil Spencer has confirmed that that is not the case. In an interview, the executive uh, he told GameSpot that his team is quote not working on a streaming-only console right now but is instead focusing on its cloud gaming platform, which will deliver, quote, convenience and choice on your smartphone. He did admit that the cloud, that cloud gaming is, quote, one of the best, is one of the, is, quote, one of the directions the industry is headed and that it is an, quote, inevitability. However, that doesn't mean Microsoft has any plans to move away from downloads and disc-based games. He also says, quote, we have more comp- we have more comp- we have more compute devices around us than we ever had whether it's your phone a service hub or an xbox the world where the world where compute devices are gone that's all coming from the cloud just isn't the world we live in today microsoft launches xcloud gaming streaming game streaming service in october beginning with the ability to stream games from your xbox one to your smartphone In the tech tip block tech tips block this week, I'll have a link up in the show notes from and where they have the best creative and productivity productivity app for students. It's back to school time. So I'll link on the show notes on that. There's um Able 10 Able Live 10, Adobe Creative Cloud Photography, there's Elf Audio Koala, Evernote, and there's a lot more, and I'll have a link up in the show notes you can check out on that. If you know someone that has a disability or have a disability over on um, makeuseof.com, I'll have a link up in the show notes on um, Android accessibility apps. There's um, voice access. There's Eva facial mouse, sound amplifier, a lot more. I'll link up in the show notes on that. And also in the show notes from computerworld.com, there is a a great um, article on three privacy tips for Mac and iOS users. In the GNC WIR, what's trending for this week over on Google Trends, trending last week at number one, Jeffrey Epstein with 5 million searches. Trending on Twitter today at number one with 18.3 thousand tweets. Hashtag lies of leaving Neverland and closing out the trending with this week over trending over on YouTube at number 11 with 12 million views, a titled uh, 12 million views, a title titled I won every prize at a theme park. And finally, DJ Astro Luca, better known as European Space Agency astronaut Luca Palma Parmitano rocked out a short set of songs from a perch high above the planet on the International Space Station. World Club World Club Dome broadcasted the live show on Facebook, and I have a link up in the show notes from CNET.com of the video. 
Parmentano shared a message that music is a universal language before kicking off his first song. He says, quote, I am not a DJ, but I'm trying to put myself out of my comfort zone. And that is the tech news of the week for Saturday, August 17th, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode on the the tech tips I mentioned and about the five things about the parents you look into when purchasing purchasing a Chromebook for students or for kids, excuse me, um, can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. If you have a comment, thought, want to say hi, love to hear from you all, um, be it social media or email, all those ways, Facebook, Twitter, or Gmail, can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. To follow me on what's going on with me, I recently created an account on Twitter. I am at Kirk Corliss, so be sure to give me a follow. And I want to give out to Logan, who left me, up, left me a very nice comment and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And he said, quote, I'm going to bring it up right now. Um, I love the tactical, honest, and real rawness Kirk delivers in his podcast. I hit subscribe and definitely can't wait for the next show. So, Logan, um, thank you so much for the um, five stars and the review. And I thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. Also, lastly, a bit of a programming note. I record and publish the episodes on Friday evenings, roughly around 8 p.m. Eastern time. However, I've been late, I've been busy late with my full-time job, and I'm now going back to school, which leaves me a little um, rundown and um, little rundown, uh, so to speak, on Fridays. So until the foreseeable future, the episodes will now be posted on Saturday evenings, roughly, again, around, it will be roughly between 8 roughly between 8 and um, 9 p.m. Eastern time. So with that, I'll be back next week for another episode of the GNC Week in Review Week in Review podcast. Till then, I will talk to you all soon.